Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 59, titled, Do You Hear God Speaking to You? You may have experienced the nod of agreement when you say, I talk to God. But what happens when you say, God talks to me? Well, that's when you can get that patronizing smile as they scratch their head. Yet there is no biblical reason why God could not speak to a person audibly today. With the hundreds of times the Bible records God speaking, one of which we will look at today, we need to remember that they occur over the course of 4,000 years of human history. God speaking audibly is the exception and not the rule. Even in the biblically recorded instances of God speaking, it is not always clear whether it was an audible voice, an inner voice, or a mental impression. But it's true that God does speak directly to us in a way of his choosing. Jesus said in John 10 verse 27, My sheep hear my voice. If you are one of his sheep, then he is speaking to you, and you are hearing his voice. Believers discern the voice that speaks to them in any given situation as they grow in their relationship with God. The problem is that we may not all have learned how to recognize his voice and differentiate it from our own thoughts, the voice of the world, and other voices that bombard our hearts and minds. But God doesn't only speak to us when we bring a question or situation to him, so we must learn to be sensitive to his voice so we can hear him when he has something to say to us. There are men in the Bible who didn't realize that God was speaking to them. I'm sure that there are people who are listening to this study right now who have missed out on God speaking to them because they did not know the voice of the Lord. So, how do we learn to hear God's voice? The life of Samuel can teach us about this. In 1 Samuel 2, verse 21, we read, And the boy Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord. Just as Samuel grew in the presence of the Lord, we need to grow in the presence of the Lord. But how do we do this? Well, like in any good relationship, you have to spend time together, talking and listening. We grow when we do this through prayer, reading, understanding, and remembering what we read in Scripture, inductive Bible study, where we apply what we've learned in Scripture, confession of sin, along with accountable fellowship. These are some of the disciplines of faith. You grow in the presence of God when you focus on the living Word of God on a regular basis. God is always at work raising up new leadership in us and through us if we will listen to him and do what he is speaking to us. In 1 Samuel 2 verses 29 through 34, God has declared to the corrupt priest Eli that his ungodly practices has caused his season to end and punishment to fall on his house. God continues to speak to Eli and says in 1 Samuel 2 verse 35, 
And I will raise up for myself a faithful priest, who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. Today, just like back then, God calls us into service to do his will according to his heart and mind. 1 Samuel 3 verse 1 The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. Verse 4 Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again the Lord called, Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called, Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. It's ironic that Eli, who stopped listening and obeying God's voice and is about to be punished as a result, is now teaching Samuel how to hear and respond to God's voice. The beginning of hearing God's voice is the acknowledgement of God's presence in our life and then inviting him to speak to us and be ready to listen. This should be the standard practice in the life of the believer. God says this to Samuel in chapter 3, verse 11 through 13. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At that time I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God, and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. You can read the full account in 1 Samuel chapters 2 and 3. Now look at how Samuel responds to God in chapter 3, verse 15. Samuel lay until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. Hearing from God can be an unsettling thing. This is a very heavy first word, and Samuel was afraid to share it. You may find yourself afraid to share something that God has revealed to you as well. We have to learn how to speak what God says to us in the face of fear. God wants us to hear what he is saying to us through his word and his spirit and represent him to others. It could be the message of salvation. Maybe they have never given their life to Jesus. The most prophetic message you can ever share with anyone is, Jesus loves you and wants to save your life forever. Or it could be a specific word about someone's calling on their life, or sadly, 
It could be a sinful habit in their life. Whatever it is, we must always share in love for the glory of Jesus and the good of others. While God does speak with a literal voice and with powerful visions, he most often speaks to us in subtle ways. God's intention is to speak to you individually in a way you will understand. For example, if you're going about your day and suddenly there is an interruption and your focus changes for no apparent reason, and if you are not thinking about God and you now are suddenly thinking about him because of the interruption, then it's likely that the Spirit of God is communicating with you. Consider carefully what he's attempting to communicate because his communications are priceless. The Holy Spirit will never instruct us against the truth that is recorded in the Bible. He confirms the written word of God. The Bible was written through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. As such, he cannot contradict himself, and therefore the word of God becomes the most reliable proof by which we can confirm the Holy Spirit speaking. However, believers should be careful not to be deceived by the devil, because the devil sometimes disguises himself as an angel of light, quoting scripture out of context. We can discern this deception of the devil for lacking to reflect the fruit of the Spirit, biblical truths, and biblical standards. As we grow in our relationship with the Holy Spirit, our ability to discern is enhanced. May the Lord give each of us the special grace we need to hear His voice and speak on His behalf to others.